0: Hello and welcome to Still Got Legs, a Doctor Who Rewatch podcast brought to you by another Happy Studios. This week we're heading back to school, there's some winged people flying about, and it's scoring... I think that 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 intro is going to be the last formality to fall on this podcast. If I'm honest, <laughs> what do you mean? We just—I'm pretty sure last week we spoke through it. This week it was you were laughing because no. I was doing a hula dance. <laughs> no, last week you spoke through it. <laughs> okay, I None can though. Way. You can't. It, it, it's, it, it's over your voice, isn't it? I mean, yeah, it's over yours as well technically. But... Yeah, but you could you could get rid of me if you wanted yeah, to. But you true. like the silliness. I do. It's funny. <laughs> You're just um, a silly little boy. In case anyone couldn't tell, I didn't write anything down for that intro. <laughs> I just I mean just hit record and went for it. Anyway, hello, welcome to Still Got Legs, the only other podcast in the world. My name's Nathan. This is Lawrence. We love Doctor Who, don't we? We certainly do. And we are well we we are we three episodes into season two now? Uh we are, yeah. Yeah. Blimey. I mean I guess we, it depends on where you Class, the Christmas Invasion is sort of a a <laughs> grey area. <laughs> many debates have been had about this. Far too many, arguably more than anyone yeah. else has debated this on the planet. Probably more than the showrunners we've spoken about this. Probably, yeah. But in our official uh, podcast listings, this is the series, season two, episode three. School reunion. I was excited to fucking watch this one. Really? Oh, are you I, I tell you, can we start this by just summing up an overall gist? I want to get the vibe. All right, please. Go ahead. All-timer, banger. <laughs> really? Banger, all-timer. This when Whoa. I when I say that yeah, I mean if if you're new to this podcast, um something that we've spoken about before is Nathan somewhat, whilst we both enjoy both eras. Um Nathan somewhat Steers towards the later seasons of the show, and I steer towards the front seasons. Would you say that's fair? Yes. And this, this is why this episode has everything I want in it. Like genuinely, it's got. So Sarah Jane comes back, um, I, a character that I don't have any familiarity with, but she's you know having seen like all of Sarah Jane adventures now, it's nice to see her. Um, Anthony Head is there, just being an absolutely hammed up villain. Canines there is goofy and robotic and silly. There's some. Chips that make you smart, and it's got genuinely some of the most like heartfelt lines in the entire show up to this point so far. Uh, I I kind of knew this was always a big one for you, purely for the fact that you, in our regular life, this is an episode that you will reference quite a bit. Yeah, yeah I feel like you're always talking about the krillatein, <laughs> and you'll always talk about Anthony Head and stuff like this. This comes up quite a lot for you. It's, and, it's not my fault that Anthony Head is in... Yeah. I, one of my favourite things is I, I, my first season watch-through of Ted Lasso season one, I went, Anthony Head from Doctor Who is in it, and you went, Anthony Head from Doctor Who, Lawrence. <laughs> from that one kind of obscure episode of Doctor Who. Um, uh, look. <laughs> oh, no, funny. no. <laughs> it's funny. Look, I feel like I've, I've come off the high of last week yeah, um, the cinematography was on point. It was a great episode. We had some great tension. There was a wolf running about. Uh we we got to get in a dig at Margaret Thatcher. It was great. I was loving all of it. Um this was just it was it was a bit of a come down for me, I reckon. This was just a bit of a Ah, uh, here we. <laughs> but back to reality, then, just because it looks like shit again. <laughs> um, it's charming. Non, charming is the word it, you're looking you know, for. Yeah, relatively none of it really <laughs> makes sense at all. Um, and th- there's a lot going on here, but also not really. I, I know what you mean. When, when, to be fair, when I was going through this and just making notes, I was amazed at how much ground the story had covered before we even get to Sarah Jane, like. Being a part of the episode, yeah. like, to, like to be fair, well, right? It let's... starts and we're already in it. The adventure has begun. And but that's that's what I love. Like the the not is it still called like a cold open in Doctor Who? Yeah, that's before that's, the sting. That's the technical term for it. Yeah. Yeah. So the cold open of this, like, it's firstly it, it like it's eerie, it's creepy, it's got some like rock music over the top of is that it. Rock music? I was like, it was like like soft rock. It was more. Rocky than Doctor Who's Gone before. I have to say I don't remember that at all. Ah, oh, you you're fool. You you're a fool, man. This isn't standing out to you. This is this it's so good. Wait, what? When the when the little girl was gonna see the head teacher? Yeah, so it's a bit like I can't describe it now, like I'm sure I'm sure if I was allowed to play it here. I can play it. I mean it's a guitar. You listen to the guitar though, it's lovely. I don't know if I'd call that rock. It's rocky enough for Doctor Who, isn't it? Like it's. What I'm saying is, it's new. It's interesting. It's eerie as fuck. You got that creepy piano going. Yeah, it, eerie is more how I would describe it. Definitely not rock, but. Well, let's, let's agree to call it eerie rock then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but you've got, then it sets up the mystery like, you know, oh, you know, the Anthony heads like perfectly just like stupid villainous and being like, no one to miss you. Oh, yes. I see why the nurse sent you. And then it's like, so you're already, you're like, there's a conspiracy. The nurse is involved. Then he turns into a big shadow thing and eats her. Yeah. Right. Through the door. And then the doctor is a fucking secondary school teacher. Like eats. What I love about like episodes that just throw you in like this is I have so many questions and it's it's so interesting to just like not start in the tardis um yes uh it's it's good it's good tension at the beginning um for me though that tension was immediately ruined when the door was closed and then uh, and then uh, Anthony Hetty turned into the bat or whatever and I have questions about that because I don't think that quite makes sense um yeah, but... it doesn't but but um Anthony head turns into the battle whatever and uh, then there is what is clearly an ADR's 40-year-old woman scream <laughs> as as uh, it cuts to the doctor i'm not uh, going to disagree with you <laughs> but again it like it, you know we handwave stuff because this show is like you know you're going to you're going to have to watch Many, many episodes to come across one that doesn't have a wonky sound effect here or there. Uh, yeah, that's true. That is very true, to be fair. But it still just did immediately crush the tension for me, though. Did it get picked up again when the Doctor was teaching and you're like, "What's what's all this? What's going on? Well, no, because I've seen the episode before. So. <laughs> no, but no, but for the purposes of this rewatch, Nathan, were you like, "Whoa, what could this yeah, be?" I, I was shocked. I was flabbergasted. To be <laughs> honest, I was, I was completely shook. I was like, "What on earth is going on here?" Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Doctor is now teaching physics. He is indeed. I wrote down. So I, I was interested straight away in who wrote this. Cause I, like I said, this this opening for me, I was like, I was so invested in the episode straight away. I was like, fuck yeah, here we go. Who wrote this? Who was the, you know, it was this a, a this someone that went written, on to be uh, Toby Whitehouse. Well, you're right, and I got some information about him. And fun fact, Oh, was you not asking me? No. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> what you asking? To be fair, you did say who wrote this. No. Well, no. <laughs> look, fun fun fact is uh, he did such a good job on this episode that he went on. Uh, to not stop writing, but he turned it into his secondary passion that he fueled his efforts into. And he instead t- decided to pursue some acting roles, um, which worked out so well for him that he plays unnamed German soldier in Twice Upon a Time. Oh, does he? <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's one of my favourite episodes. Wow, yeah. okay. And he obviously, you know... I, I just, I love, you know, th- maybe this is nasty, but I like the idea of him, like, calling back on the BBC and being like, have you got anything? Like, I just, I did, I did I really, school reunion one time. <laughs> I really doubt that's the case. He was probably, like, on set and they were like, oh, we need another one. And, then, and he was like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. like Why not? I, he's, I doubt he was begging them for work. <laughs> I don't know, as man, a, I looked at uh, his IMDb, it's sparse. He's oh good stuff he's written um, quite a few episodes doesn't he the name's familiar I don't know I, 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 the only ones oh yeah no he's done a few but not from this era so it goes on I know he did the, um, the one where Matt Smith looks like the cum monster oh the cum doctor yeah yeah he did the cum doctor one okay family friendly's out the window on this show isn't it <laughs> yeah yeah um Lawrence I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry to on silent sorry 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 so right, so so the doctor, the doctor's teaching. He's a was he physics? You said, well, yeah, he says it like twelve times. Oh, he does yeah, To be honest, yeah. yeah. How, did, how did I forget that? Yeah. <laughs> physics, 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 physics. Um, it does. I like the fact that it does stretch credulity a bit. That they were just like, let's hire the doctor and Rose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Some of that is. Uh, it, it's probably for the best that they glanced over the beginning and we and we didn't see how. They got the job at this school. Uh, but then again, it's 2005. I think background checks were a little bit less uh, <laughs> as intense as they were today. Uh, you probably I think didn't. at the bare minimum, they would have had to have wrote a CV or something like that. Can like, you imagine the doctor walking up with his psychic paper and it just being like, I'm qualified? <laughs> well, Yeah, I was just going to say, he's got a psychic paper. What more do they need? <laughs> I mean, that's true, yeah. And also, the person doing the hiring is a big back. Yeah, so, like... Do you, reckon, do you reckon they've got more history that we don't know? But, like, do you reckon the Doctor had to sit through, like, an interview with him? And they're both there, like, we're ancient aliens, but none of us can say anything. But, you but know that party know. meme that's like, they don't know I'm 900 years old? <laughs> but it's both of them. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so stupid. Um, I've... Full, full disclosure, we've got a little episode breakdown up on our, on our computers, um, and there's just a bit here that says, uh, when the doctor's teaching the class, he says, he asks a few simple questions. Simple. Oh. <laughs> I, have been, I couldn't answer a single one of those myself. That whoever wrote this, like article, this what was what it? Like it's like a wiki Doctor Who. It's tardis.fandom.wiki. Yeah. So whoever whoever wrote this entry was clearly just on one that day. Like I'm, you know what? I'm I'm pretty clever myself, to be honest. This is simple work for me. <laughs> he doesn't need any chips. Um, <laughs> so Rose is a dinner lady. Uh, Rose is a dinner lady yeah yeah good bit of fun <laughs> do you not like Rose a dinner lady no it's just it's It's exactly what it is it's a good bit of fun it's a way to get them in isn't it yeah she's undercover yeah, yeah. she can't pass for a teacher obviously so <laughs> no no, no. how nasty yeah <laughs> um, and it's a good bit we... of fun though I do I do like the little bit of uh, banter back and forth uh, mm. they got a doctor making a cleaner table It's like oh no a little bit there a little bit there miss that bit there yeah. That sort of stuff. Good fun. In In the midst of kind of all of this, we get to see... Um, uh, th- one thing that, again, this era of Doctor Who that I love, and maybe it's... You can tell me later on if it's in, like, the, the later or more recent seasons. Um, there's just such a focus on extras being, like, a bit iconic and weird in this era of the show. And I think, though the all these teachers that are all secretly bats... Um, mm while they're not, like, main characters and they're not, like, as iconic, just looking at them going about their scenes, like, they're all so awkward. Like, all of them stand there with, like, they don't know what to do with their arms in the background. That that one guy, the, the one teacher that loves to, like, harass Kenny. Yeah. Yeah, he's, like, every time he's walking around, he's, like, he, he looks like he's got a rod up his ass. Like, he has no he's idea always, how to stand. He's all, he's, yeah, he's always, like, adjusting himself. Yeah. And he's, he's, like, clearly uncomfortable in... When- in human form, or whatever, or maybe human form doesn't net technically exist. Isn't it like an illusion or some shit? Yes. Yeah, so, right. Let's let's do this now because this is going to be confusing. So no, let's do it, it later. <laughs> <laughs> Are we doing it now? Are we do? No, I shall go on, Might as well. <laughs> well, the so apparently it's an illusion. Yes. But then, like, we see them transform, and it kind of like dusts off them. Yeah. At one point. Uh, we see like it's not obviously not like a slithing suit or anything it seems to happen instantaneously as to when they want it yes but then um anthony head has said that he has preferred this form and I we're led to believe that this is just his form but then he turns into a bat sometimes, but, but then yeah. he does turn into a bat occasionally yeah <laughs> um yeah like, look let's Let's not try and draw a thread amongst it. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> None of it makes sense. <laughs> like, I, I get that it's it's probably more just a visual thing for us. The whole transformation thing. I get that. But like, why are they like changing when no one's around? Because surely they're just bats. Yeah. Whatever. So I don't know. I don't get it. Um, and why why is Anthony head if they are like in, in an illusion form? Why is Anthony head? in an illusion all the time well he you know he cause I think I don't think he has oh, but he does have a bat but he says he doesn't have a but he literally the first scene is him turning into a bat yeah and then, granted we don't see it maybe he's got another one in door. there in his office <laughs> you see him change no you see his silhouette so here's you the thing see, maybe yes, it's you like see, you see his silhouette disappear into a bat no, but he, so he might, let's, let's, let's work this out, right? Because he might be behind a desk and he, no. may, he may, like, really quietly be like, go on, lad. And his mate turns into acrylicane and he ducks down no. underneath the desk. No, there's also this scene as well, like, later on in the episode where all the bats are, like, flying down the stairs and then they go off camera. And then a bunch of teachers and dinner ladies are then walking down the next set of stairs. It's very like, silly, he, isn't it? He? And he's one of them. So, like, clearly Maybe... he was one of the bats as well. No, because he might have just turned in from another corridor. No, no it, well, there was no corridor. <laughs> or he got like, up from was... behind the desk and was like, now I'm here. <laughs> there was no desk, it was stairs. <laughs> well, that's even better, then. He walks up the stairs and he's like, hello, everyone. No, we can see the stairs. <laughs> he comes in and goes, you called? no. <laughs> look we're, we're jesting it makes no mm. sense or they forgot what they wrote one of the two yeah Let, wow. let's bonus what probably happened was the people editing the episode and putting the visual effects in didn't read the script i mean probably yeah yeah but it's probably like, just a, some sort of breakdown in communication and then eventually they went who cares it's for children do you remember those school dinner trays where it was like you get your meal here, and there's a little bit in the middle for your knife and fork, mm. here's a little section for your cup, Yeah, uh, here's just a big, and here's a bit where we'll just pour a shitload of fucking custard on. <laughs> there, there was, there was always a little groove, wasn't it there, is. for the custard? Yeah. Yeah. We had ones in our school that are like, it, it looked like, um, you know like when a dog chews the side of something and it just has marks in it? Oh yeah. yeah. And I'm like, well, who's had this, man? Like, who's... <laughs> Like, they, I, I I can only be led to believe that they forgot to give that person cutlery once, so they just went, right, I'm chewing at the fucking tray what? then. <laughs> what, a, what a weird thing to do. What? I've got no cutlery, so I'll just eat the fucking tray. What there was all I'm, it weren't me, there was teeth marks in the tray, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just making the obvious jump. Kids get hungry. Kids yeah. get hungry. Uh, I tell you what. Jamie Oliver would have a fucking field day at this school. Oh, he'd fucking lose it. <laughs> he would not be happy. <laughs> this Masters, like, do try the chips, and he'd be like, excuse me? Everyone <laughs> that walks into that room, everyone is like, you want a chip? They're like, I- I- <laughs> And bro- later on, Rose is paying for other chips. I'm like, what are you doing, man? Go and yeah. cook up a batch everything they're offering. Jamie Oliver got them banned, didn't he? Didn't he get chips banned or some shit? Uh, I don't know if he got, like, specifically chips. I know he was a big part in removing vending machines. Although, like, not calling you old, genuinely, but this might have been after your school time. <laughs> no, because it was, like, on the arse end of mine, I'm fairly certain. <laughs> All right. And you are <laughs> super fucking old. So. <laughs> I'm three years older than you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true, it's true. <laughs> Look, yeah, he was a big part to play in, like, the removing of vending machines... Or, like, not removing them, but replacing them. Like, suddenly Mars bars were gone and, like, tasty flapjack oat cake apples were there. And I was like, what the fuck's this bullshit? Dead. Yeah. Couldn't be me. Speaking of chips, Nathan. Yes. Let's talk about the oil that Jamie Oliver no doubt would have had a fit over as well. The krillatein oil. Well, What's we don't we there? don't know it was krillatein oil. All we know at this oh, point so, is so, it's a yeah. big, hazardous, toxic <laughs> vat. <laughs> yeah. What are do, we doing with that? Why are they Why are they putting this oil in the most precarious, fucking, massive, industrial-sized, fucking vat ever? You don't want to put it in just a little little jar and carry it about. And, and better yet, still, they put it in a precarious thing. Then they put the precarious vat on top of this like IKEA wheelie fucking contraption you've never yeah. seen before. <laughs> on a little fucking pallet mover truck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're just <laughs> carrying it through the school kitchen. Like, watch it. Watch out. So that, right. so the oil, it makes the chips, it doesn't make the chips smart. It it ma- <laughs> no, it, it makes make chips, chips into smart chips. Yes, yeah. <laughs> So could you cook anything in that oil and it'd be smarter? Yeah, why the focus on chips? Kids love chips, man. That's, do you know what? True. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's facts. I wouldn't even care. I could find out and I'd still be like, I'm not stopping eating these chips. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. Until Jamie Oliver forcibly removes (laughs) them from my hand. At one point, Anthony Head says um, school meals are absolutely free, but compulsory. But that's not true clearly because kenny's not having the school meals is he yeah but is kenny on the sly not having them though is he like well he, he... he straight up says to one of the teachers like he says to the, that fucking the bat teacher he goes he's like kenny not having the chips or whatever and he's not that British. i don't know why he did that uh, <laughs> kennington oh kenny my boy you've hardly touched your chips You've hardly touched your chippies, good <laughs> you boy. Fool! Come here for <laughs> and lashings. And then he just weirdly says, "I'm not allowed, sir." What a mel of a boy Kenny is. Yeah, but like when you put it like put it in the bats' perspective, right? They've got like loads, hundreds of other kids, right? Is one Kenny going to be this much of a bit? And Kenny wears like the fat tires and everything. Kenny's not cracking the code. all right i mean later on in the episode he literally sees that guy as a bat and then he just lets him walk away for no reason as well that's what i'm saying they don't view kenny as a threat they're just like whatever man this kid's a fucking joke stupid (laughs) because like he literally sees him change from a bat to a human he's like Oh, you're not supposed to be here, Kenny. You Run along. Yeah. like, all right, you don't want to deal with that, maybe? Well, no. yeah. So Nathan here is advocating for the slaughter of a child. I am advocating for Kenny's death. I don't like Kenny. He did my edit. Yeah, Kenny's a fucking loser, to be fair. Yeah. And at the end, I, I, I thought this... Lawrence, <laughs> let us not talk about the end, right now. <laughs> okay, all right. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, right, so Mickey... Is here? Oh, ho, ho, ho. are we bringing up your favorite topic once again, Lawrence? Do you know what? It was okay at first, and then I got mad. Look, we'll we'll we'll, we'll save you the stuff to the end. But we'll we'll let's let's go in chronological order with it. Well, okay. this this is so. Rose gives Mickey a ring. Wait, where? What ring? She gives she, she gives Mickey oh a, oh a phone call. Yeah, a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> a ring on the horn, <laughs> a, Nathan. A proposition. <laughs> Proposal, I missed this. That's way off the cards for these two. (laughs) My lord. Um, Yeah, so um, Rose gives Mickey a ring. Um, Or the other way around. Either way, they're on the phone. Well, before that, the doctor says to her, and he says very clearly, your boyfriend put us onto this. Yeah, but I think that's a little bit of... I think that's a little bit of chiding on the doctor's part. He's always (laughs) calling Mickey a boyfriend, didn't he? Think back to nine. He was always like, oh, your boyfriend... Well, he is a boyfriend, though. They are clearly. The last time we saw them, they just made out. Yeah, but Lawrence, you can deny it all you want. They're in a relationship. Look, I, we will get into it. I'm not saying it's a good relationship, okay? All right. But they're in a relationship. All right, fine, fine then. Um, I will accept this, I suppose. Um, right. <laughs> we're 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 on like the second scene. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> there's so much other shit. It, right, they're on the phone. Uh Mickey's like, "Oh, I was I was right to bring you here, wasn't I?" Where is Mickey? What's he doing? He's cracking codes, Nathan. He's, he's But is he <laughs> where is he though? Because there's like a poster on the wall that says like, "Let's be friends" or something like that. Like it's mm. very vague as to where he is. Well, so it's it's what? In canon is it 2006, 2007? Uh, probably 2006 although technically it should be 2007 because of that year that rose was missing right yeah yeah so let's say to that let's go because the show forgets that year anyway so let's say 2006 yeah he's at the public library isn't he let's be honest yeah probably actually i forgot about public libraries (laughs) yeah because they're not a part of modern day life anymore (laughs) (laughs) yeah He, he he had his own computer though but then again, maybe he's on like a watch list or something for blowing up Downing Street. So he's, he's either on a watch list for blowing up Downing Street or he's on a watch list for whatever he was worried that Rose would come across in his emails in the pilot. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So so either way, <clears throat> Mickey can't use his laptop. Yeah. Okay. It's he's fair. typed in Buffalo too many times and the keyboard yeah. blew up. Um. So, yeah. But yeah, Mickey is. Um. What what is what's he hacking this time? What's it? What's he got? I wrote it down somewhere. Um, Mickey's all right. So I put Mickey's back at it again, hacking the, and I'm I'm using air quotes here. Uh, Army records. That's what he's found. I I I didn't see what he was trying to look at. All I remember seeing was just the big screen that came up saying like blocked by Torchwood or something. Yeah, the big screen that took over because that's inconspicuous. Yeah. not just like error 404 this doesn't exist no just big flashing red letters (laughs) this secret institution (laughs) has said you can't see this (laughs) exactly yeah what's going on with Mika then he's like he's their little intel guy now or whatever I guess obviously this is later on but he goes on to call himself like the technical support and I don't know how useful he is yeah, and in this that is the capacity. first time he's literally ever done this role. Oh no, maybe no, not. no, no. He if, blew you know, up yeah, Downing yeah. Street, didn't he? Yeah, fair enough. That's fair enough. Yeah, okay, okay. And that he was maybe. on. And he wasn't he on the web being like vinegar's gonna blow up the Slovene or something. Well, oh no, no, that, no, that same was him. Episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, maybe he is their guy in the chair or whatever. No, I th- I think he thinks he's their guy in the chair. Yeah, and they're probably like. Yeah, sure you are. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they en- they entertain it as if the Doctor yeah. doesn't live in a supercomputer. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, thanks, Mickey. Just put that in the title and see what it actually is. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Mickey, for telling me the information that one glowing light on my sonic <laughs> screwdriver told me an hour ago. Um, yeah, so he's there. But it's it's clear that what what I quite like about Mickey... Um, in this episode, uh, at the start of it, anyway. Um, okay. <laughs> no, but is that he? So the last time we we, not the last time we saw him, but the the a previous version of Mickey. Uh, I think this happened with Nine and Mickey. Uh, was that he like he refused like passage on the TARDIS. He was like, I'm not. That's not a bit of me. Yeah. Um, and what I quite enjoyed about this is that like he's got a taste of that life. Yeah. And he, so he's he's obviously gone away and he's found himself a little case. Like, he's found himself a little suspicious activity going on. Yeah. And, and he's rung him back. Uh, but he'd rather, like... So he likes the, the the life of the adventurer and, like, the mystery solver. But, he like, he obviously wants to keep his boots local and on the ground until the end of this episode, obviously. But I, I think that's quite cute. <laughs> he's nice. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's quite interesting. Yeah. He's a little cutey. Um... What what happens after this? Um, there is a um that bad teacher. He like does a lesson where all the kids start like hacking the matrix or whatever. Oh yeah, yes, you're right. Yeah. They do all start watching yeah. the matrix, don't they? <laughs> yeah. There's just clearly like a a ten second looped video on all the um fucking. <laughs> Big fucking brickyard-sized CRT monitors. <laughs> and they just and then they're all just wildly hitting their keyboards while it plays. Dun, dun, um, dun, 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 dun. Yeah. I like it. It's. I wrote my notes what as. Though. It's. It's the it's code nothing. of the universe. No, London. it's no, it's nothing. It's just. It, <laughs> it's just so vague and makes no sense whatsoever but I guess it doesn't need to it's world control button is what it is (laughs) it's big threatening MacGuffin number one or whatever yeah (laughs) number one as if we hadn't have a whole season of (laughs) (laughs) them sorry big threatening MacGuffin I don't know, 13 or whatever. Let's correct. go with 13. I, yeah. My note verbatim says, oh no, the children are cracking the code of a rotating cube on After Effects. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, it's not great. After that, though, a good scene I enjoy is where um, Anthony Head introduces the teachers to a, a little local reporter who's ooh. doing a story on him for The Guardian or some shit. Um and uh, and and it and it's your mum? No, it's not. I don't know why no, I said what? that. sorry? <laughs> it's Luke's mum. It is Luke's mum. But Luke's not been born yet, or whatever, because he's from. Yeah, like, he's like a, a a drink or whatever. Yeah, he's like a homegrown doctor. <laughs> Dr. Pepper or something, didn't <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sarah Jane's here. Sarah Jane shows up. Did you know who Sarah Jane was when you saw this? I can't remember the first time I watched this. So, But I can only imagine no, because I wouldn't have known. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I did not know who Sarah Jane was, but I remember in the build-up to this episode, there was, like, lots of... Like magazine covers and talk on the news and stuff about Sarah Jane coming back to Doctor Who. Uh, Sorry for, Oh, she's probably someone who was in it before and stuff. So. Yeah, that makes it. I think they do a good enough job of explaining who she is. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think you're ever lost at any point. No, and really and, like. and and they handle that quite well, considering the Doctor doesn't like. She walks over to David Tent or she walks over to John Smith as she thinks, and they have a yes. They exchange pleasantries and stuff, and like at no point is he like. It's me. I'm the Doctor. <laughs> Sarah yeah, Sarah it's Sarah Jane. Very, it's a very cute scene, actually. Mm. I quite like that a lot. He he looks. He's so happy to see her, and he's he's so proud as well. Like the moment, you know, he like he figures out that she's oh she's actually investigating some shit going on here. He's like he's so proud of her. He's like, oh good for you, yeah. Good for you, Sarah Jane. He's 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 really happy about that, and that's cute. I like that. And I'm like I I remember like watching that today. And maybe it's like the baggage I already have as like knowing Tennant as Ten and seeing him as the Doctor and everything. Um, but like, you kind of at this point because obviously we've just spoken about the episode stuff. But at this point, you you realise like he is just the Doctor, isn't he? Like he's 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 wove he's woven his way th- like four episodes deep into this show, and he's already like just doing a brilliant job. Like you, bear in mind like this episode has. You, you have to buy him as the Doctor. Otherwise, the yeah. connection with Sarah Jane makes no sense. Um, he just he, he embodies it really well. Um, and I, I oh, think he's good. By the way, um, you just reminded me, fun little fact. Um, we are running pretty much concurrently with this series 18 years ago. Really? Like 18 years ago, this past weekend, it's... Like, from when it com- this episode comes out on Monday, two days ago, 18 years, two days and 18 years ago, this episode aired. Ooh, okay. That's pretty cool, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's not take a week off then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. We're locked in now. Um, that is quite cool. I didn't know that, to be fair. Yeah, it was very interesting. Um what I so right we get we get a bit of context to the episode stuff, and I'm assuming this is a lot of the stuff that you think is a bit hand wavy and doesn't make sense as much um the doctor who basically huh where are we the, um, it, it's it's actually just before Sarah Jane comes in, but the doctor is speaking with one of the teachers who was he's the only one of the only um remaining members of like the old faculty, Mr Parsons had Mis- history... There he is. Um, (laughs) Mr. Parson's soon-to-be history. Uh, Very good joke by me. Um, So he tells us that basically a shitload of teachers all got the flu. And then, like, the next day, he brought in Mr. Finch. Is that what he goes as? Yeah, Yeah, Mr. Finch had brought in all of his new cronies and stuff. Firstly, illegal. Teachers have rights. Um, I mean... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't think these aliens who are going to rebuild the universe or whatever care about the laws of teachers' unions, mate. <laughs> Unless they. I will believe it if they've re- gone and replaced the board. It, sure, why not? All right, then that's fine, then. I'll forgive it. I don't with... think this school has a board. It's what? A public... Every school has a board of governors. Does it? Yeah, they have to. Otherwise, who's the head teacher? Is isn't just like a, king is of the only land? like a posh school thing? No, I don't think so. That sounds like a very. You probably went to private school. I didn't go to... You know I didn't go to private school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I Yeah, I had a board of governors. They were always in fucking chatting to um, the, the actual head teacher. Not mine. That's because you didn't go to a private school. <laughs> no, I, I actually uh, did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, the doctor... Something that I thought was interesting. And we really need to keep in mind that the show has explored um, a really interesting side to companions that we you know we were praising quite a lot in season one and that's you know like they're they're working class they are they live on a council estate everyone knows everyone um it it was a refreshing change um so anyway the doctor gave someone a winning lottery ticket yeah just sit with that shall we (laughs) We'll just sit okay. with that thinking about Jackie at home by herself. <laughs> yeah, look, the doctor can go up to any ATM cash machine he wants and take out an unlimited amount of money at any time. All right, he's look, he's he's not hoarding wealth technically, but he, <laughs> he does have the means to distribute it, and he chooses not to. Yeah, so. oh, well, he chooses to, he chooses to be selective in who. Clearly, yeah. Yeah, he does. Hey, it's not the first time he's done this, and it won't be the last. No, didn't he? Uh, didn't he? Fucking didn't he sort out a cash point at one point as well, or is that yet to come? That's this is yet to come. Yeah, yeah. fucking doctor, man. Honestly, <laughs> all I'm saying is right. I'm not saying that like like Jackie's probably too proud to accept it. All I'm saying is, could have sorted yeah. a rent out for a year or something. I mean, yeah, probably, but I don't think she's doing all right. I mean, she probably is doing all right. She clearly, she's she's always got some alcohol flowing in the house, so she's obviously getting (laughs) some. Exactly. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass***? In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. She's always got a bottle of Lamborghini on the go. So. No, what what is it that she likes? She um, Mickey said it in, in one of the season one episodes. It's certainly something. Um... So the code is maths, because all of the Krillatane teachers are all maths teachers. Are they? That's what That's what um, Mr. Whatever the fuck he said. Wait, what? So the doctor, Ten and that teacher are talking. Surely they're not all maths teachers, because it's half the staff. Are you saying half the staff at this school were maths teachers? I'm not saying it. I think the episode said it. <laughs> I don't think they are. I think they did. <laughs> when i think they're all maths teachers why do you think they're all maths teachers because <laughs> i'm sure the episode said it at some point but when did what did it say they're all maths teachers. <laughs> no obviously not in that literal sense but some in it oh. maybe i'm wrong i thought he I said think that they are wrong maths. when did they when did they say this when, when 10 was say? talking to uh, the, the other bloke the old teacher Let's bring it up all right Let's do bring it up do the it, scene. it. Let's bring up the scene. There's some mention of Matt, so I'm sure of it. And it's ever since the new headmaster arrived. Finch arrived three months ago. Next day, half the staff got flu. Finch replaced them with that lot. Except for the teacher you replaced, and that was just plain weird, her winning the lottery like that. How's that weird? She never played. Said the ticket was posted through her door at midnight. Mm. The world is very strange. Excuse me, colleagues. A moment of your time. What's it? Where? Introduce Sarah Jackson. where am I getting maths from? Yeah, where are you? It literally, he's not... Me- I think Mr. fucking I'm a Bat at one point says, you know, Kenny, you joining me for maths or whatever? Because, like, he's like, oh, Milo let us down for some reason. I don't know. Maybe I just fucking waffled it. There we go. Yeah, no, you are just making shit up, Lawrence. I didn't mean it, Nathan. I'm Hashtag sorry. I apologise to everyone. exposed caught in 4K. Well, look. Before any of that, right. before, <laughs> before we, that before we throw that. accusations about, right, <laughs> willy-nilly, unwarranted, I might add. Um, How are we 40 minutes into this? Yeah, I, don't, I have no idea. <laughs> I thought this this breakdown would help us speed through it. What the no, fuck? Man? No, clearly not. Um, all right, let's let's get on with it. They go back to they all go back to school. They're they're yes. they're inspecting the halls at night time. Yes, they're having a little creep around the school at night. And what happens? Unbeknownst to us, Sarah Jane is also there having a creep about. Well, uh, no, beknownst to us, unbeknownst to the doctor, unbeknownst to the doctor, beknownst to us. Yes, <laughs> correct. Is that the way to say that? Probably not, but. Well, whatever, benounced to us, unbeknownst to the Doctor. Uh, but she stumbles across a big old blue box in a cupboard. Great scene, really good. Fucking amazing scene. And I wanted to yeah. ask you this, because yeah. I know you started watching through some old classic stuff. Um, yeah. <laughs> of interest, how far did you get? Oh, uh, I've seen like stuff out of order, but <laughs> not very far when I, started to, when I decided to go, oh, I'll watch it all chronologically. I got I got like probably about halfway through the first doctor's run. And then so it's like, an ambitious task. Yeah, there's a lot of this. So Yeah. Um yeah. what well, what the you you might be able to answer this then. Um didn't didn't they used to have the the TARDIS in a school cupboard? Like wasn't that where like the doctor's granddaughter or something went to No. No. So the the doctor's the doctor's granddaughter went to a school went to Cole Hill school which does come back later in the show yeah. um um but no the tARDIS isn't in the school it's not anywhere near the school it's at a junkyard foreman's junkyard um quite far away because okay. two teachers from Cole Hill Ian and Barbara Chesterton uh oh no Ian Chesterton and Barbara something um, they are like this. This girl, this Susan, she's pretty strange, isn't she? She's got like knowledge way beyond Earth or whatever. And then they like follow her home because it's the sixties. And then um, they they're like, why is she going into that junkyard? What's going on? And then Doctor Who happens. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. You were you're right. That is Doctor Who, and also two remarkable points, both entirely based in fact, from me. Um, consecutively right there <laughs> <laughs> you are on your game i clearly am <laughs> you're pulling out all the facts um no but that is a good thing that i love the the um the the great little intrigue of it the theme that comes through like the mystery doctor who theme um, yeah it's really good and just the look on the sarah Jane's face elizabeth sladen when she like realizes what's going on and the doctors here and, and that's gotta be a big moment. If this was a big part of your life, yeah, and then, you know, it's been years since you've seen him, since you've had these adventures, and then suddenly poof, here you are, like fuck, that's, oh, that's gonna be big. Her entire performance in this episode, like it's obvious why she got a spin off based off the back of this episode. Like she's yes. she's so charming and she's just immediately like so likable in yes. this in this part. Um Very much so. or returning to this part I should say. Um but anyway, so that they, they have a little look around and they find Mickey finds some like vacuum packed rats. Well well before that then that they have their reunion, don't they? Then they Um yeah it's a nice um I like the whole like you've changed your face half a few dozen times since we last met. Yeah, um I'll tell Yeah, you like that. you like like you say, it's kind of it is a big <clears throat> moment for her. Um yeah. and I think she you feel the weight of it, which is funny considering that, like, these characters have shared a space, but these two actors have never worked together. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. And that's kind of what I'm saying about, like, David Tennant just immediately fills the shoes really, really well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Anyway, you were saying about Mickey. Yeah, so he finds a load of vacuum packed rats. Um,. And that brings everyone together. Um, what do you think about uh, <laughs> Rose and Sarah Jane being a bit snappy I with each other? I cannot stand it. Yeah. Oh, I hate it. I cannot express how much... This is my least favourite part of the episode. And it's a big reason why I don't like it. Yeah. I Every time it happened, I was like, I hate all of this. It's just so... It's so, oh, women don't like each other. Yeah. They're fighting over a man because he's my man. Or oh, And it's just so, ugh. And then, like, the boring. way that... Even, like, towards the end of the episode, like, <clears throat> the way they reconcile is still in light of, like, the Doctor and his meaning to both of them. And I'm like, just... I don't mind like that so much. I like, I like it when they start making fun of him a little bit. But just the whole... The oh, catty nature between the two of them, the snide little back and forths and the, oh, you're really old, oh, you're really young, oh, fuck off, man, I don't like it at all, it's bad. It is, yeah, it's not great, it is It is very, it's a product of its yeah. time in the writing, yes. um, that time being famously not great for women roles. It's very much written by a man, like, oh generally. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And maybe it's Not a good fun. thing he's only been able to find fame playing unnamed <laughs> German soldier in Twice Upon a Time. Stop it with these. Um, Rose pays two quid for a portion of chips. <laughs> she does. Look okay, that. Where's she getting that portion, man? <laughs> <In> <laughs> I'm London. moving Is, there, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's have a portion of chins for two pounds. Fuck <laughs> me, man. Remember the chippy opposite our, our uni, even then? Even, and that was going back six or seven years or so now. Oh, the, the smileys guy. Yeah. Yeah, man. yeah, he, he was good. But even area. then, back in the day, those chips were about four quid a portion. Chicken shawarma from that place, man, beautiful. I think I, think I stuck to like the burgers. I think I had a lot of burgers. Yeah, you, would. you would, you would. You're the man who gets ketchup at Nando's. No, <laughs> oh, come on, don't don't out me like this. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, so um, plain chicken and ketchup, please. <laughs> But no, so, so they go to this they go to whatever the Doctor Who equivalent of Smiley's chip shop is. Yeah. Um, and they're they're all kind of um firstly, very Well they got they got someone with them. They do, and I was gonna say, oh, I sorry. think it's quite accommodating of the chip shop to allow this big <laughs> rusty dog on their fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> on their table. It's true. Um I don't know this for certain, but I'm pretty sure that K9 was introduced to Doctor Who after Sarah Jane left um how how do you mean sorry so Sarah Jane was on the show she was a companion to the third Doctor the Doctor regenerated into the fourth Doctor she then left the show she moved on and mm-hmm. the fourth Doctor got a new companion and then K9 was introduced later hmm I mean I can't, I can't speak to how true that is I have no idea yeah um, maybe that's not true, but th- that's my understanding of it. And then for some reason there was a spin-off, which I think was very shortly moved, as in like one episode, um, with K-9 and Sarah Jane. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Huh. I like I like K-9 and Sarah Jane Adventures and how like, they could never... Isn't he always in like... I, I've not <laughs> seen most of Sarah Jane Adventures, but from what I know, isn't he always in like... He's in, like, a universe in the cupboard or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So they obviously, like, they either didn't have access to, like, the voice actor or they couldn't be yeah. asked to, like, remote control a little dog everywhere they went because it would involve, like, Sarah Jane putting him in, like, the boot of her highly impractical car and yeah. and, and, and all of this um, and just taking him about. But, yeah, I know I love... I, He's always. She keeps like a universe in a safe or something, a black hole, and like canine. Whenever she opens up that safe, canine's always just floating there. And she's like, "You're right, canine." And he's like, "Yep, just stabilising this." <laughs> you know how it is. He right. comes back at one point to fight her um, computer in the wall or something. No spoilers, Lawrence. Come on. Well, no. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that is a bit of a spoiler. <laughs> <I> Apologise. <laughs> yeah. um, but look, you've got the. This is where the doctor kind of. There's there's, there's a moment between him and Rose, um, and it, and it's oh, quite... Oh, yes, yes. And it's... Um... I, I think I have, a, I have a note here that says... Maybe this came in later in the episode, but, but I'll, I'll do it here. And I'll just read this note verbatim. Sure. Nah, I'm with you now, Lawrence. What the fuck is going on with this relationship? Thank you! <laughs> right? Because it's just fucking... <laughs> Right, we we missed it in the school. Mickey outright calls calls Rose the doctor's missus. Yeah, but that's more just a a, a fun bit of banner, though the missus nope. and the ex. There's no fun there. banner between these two. They don't they don't know what it means <laughs> yeah, to have fun do. together. Mickey the idiot. Yeah, they do. No, I don't think that's jovial anymore. I think Mickey's an idiot. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm just saying. I just yeah. It's it's oh, it's Look, no good, it, is it? it? Is it? It does seem strange that Rose's actual boyfriend is five feet away from them and they're having a conversation about how he can never stay with her forever because he loves her too much and one day she's going to die and it's going to be too painful for him or whatever. Like, it seems weird to be having that conversation while Mickey's just there. And let me say, Nathan, if it seems weird, it's because it fucking well is. (laughs) It is weird. Like... I know they're building up to this Doctor Rose romance, but then what? Why is Mickey here then? Why? Why is Mi- Why have the character of Mickey be her boyfriend? I guess because when Christopher Eccleston was the Doctor, that wasn't necessarily the case. But like, yeah, but he's not. Mickey's not written in a way, and also like, that it's not that the show's failing to do this because the show's not even trying to do it. He's not competition for the Doctor. Like no, his very not. presence in Rose's life is laughable but, to Rose. Uh, but he is her boyfriend. <laughs> like, yeah, but keep, like I'm sure Rose saying, doesn't even see it like that anymore. They keep saying he's her boyfriend. They share the kiss in the last episode. They're not actively trying to make us forget that they're a, they're a couple. Yeah, and I think that's a weird choice. If yeah. I'm honest, it's, um, it's it's strange, and I'll be honest, I don't like it. No, I don't like Anthony. it either. I think it's very, very like strange. Um, yeah. And we'll, we'll we'll get back to that because there's more of that at the end as well. Fuck, believe it or not, Anthony Head is on a roof, but clearly he's in front of a green screen. <laughs> oh, come on, he's clearly on the roof, Nathan. We've all seen it. <laughs> do you like the way he does a really slow squat? I do. Yeah, it's impressive for a man of his age. I'll be honest. <laughs> come on now. <laughs> no, no, no. Not being nasty to to Anthony Head, right? He's a you know legend, but you know I can't pop a squat like that. Like that's a slow, drawn out. Yeah. And 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 stylish squat in a suit, I might add, and on the roof, and I'd on the roof, my, I'd fall to my death. I, I would as well, but that's but then I've got a bat friend who would save me. <laughs> sure. Um, I like that the bat next to him copies the squat as well. Yeah, he's like he's he sees that and he's like he's like yeah. oh fuck it, I'll join in on a bit of this. Don't mind that. So so right. So this this is what I was saying about in the beginning. Uh, there's there's a bunch of lines in this, um, and they, bear in mind in this sequence where they're being just watched on the roof. Right. It, by the way, little side point here. It doesn't seem like that roof is very high up. It seems like they're all aware that they're being watched on the roof for like a good twenty minutes. Yeah, and they're just like, they're gonna, they're not gonna start on us. Like we may as well just carry on with what we're doing. Well, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, like one of the bats sneezes, and Anthony heads like, shh, don't tell them. <laughs> shh, Our powers of it. of deception are fucking a yeah. brilliant. What, what I enjoy about that scene, and I say enjoy. But what what what's notable about that scene to me is that when the bat swoops down to attack them, um, they stop the attack by just stepping like two feet backwards. Yeah, and then that's it. Well, he like, didn't. They the bat wasn't committed to his line, was he? Like he wasn't. Um, he wasn't zeroed in. He weren't going for a kill. I think it was more of a like, you come into school. <laughs> don't come into school tomorrow. Oh no, you can't say that. <laughs> no, but they've got lines, uh, so the Doctor um, stops himself saying, like, you know, someone he loves. He There's there's the line about, you can spend the rest of your life with me, but I can't spend the rest of mine with you. Uh, just good writing, all round, I think. Good writing, don't like the situation, so I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, no, fair. I, I, I wish that those lines came up in a more <laughs> not-two-women-fighting-over-the-Doctor way. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, anyway, the... Chat across the swimming pool was so good they did it again with Sherlock 10 years later. Um, it was like it was like six or seven, well, five or six years later. Um, but yeah, maybe I can't remember the scene, but I know it was a swimming pool. It was a swimming pool. Um, no, I just great scene. Uh, yeah, yeah, good tension. I like the little, um, like there's no bullshit. Like we both know what each other are. We we both know shit's going down. Let's just talk. Let's let's just lay our cards out on the table. The do- yeah. the doctor's like I'm um, like it's so nice because also we've just seen him regenerate into a, like a younger man. Yeah. But every now and again, I really think Ten mm. pulls this like wizened, aged doctor out. Like mm. when he's tired of bullshit from like a, an invader or or just a, like a monster or something like that. He, you, you see, and I think he portrays this so nicely, and, and Nine did as well, Christopher Eccleston did as well, but it's more interesting with Ten because he visually looks younger. Um, we get to the next Doctor. So, Wait till we get to the next Doctor. Yeah, no, that's very true, actually, yeah. um, But it, just the way he says, like, I used to have so much mercy, and then it's like... That's a good line. That's a really good line. Yeah, and you feel I the threat behind, behind it as well. Yeah. I used to have, yeah. I really liked that line. That's a good moment. It's very, very clean. And like, then he says, like, it's just so. It's what it is. Is they they're not. Doctor Who is known for dancing around and spilling some sci-fi waffle from time to time. But they, yeah, when they know to dial it back, like the Doctor simply says, like, if I don't like it, I'll stop it. Yeah. And it's and it's like fuck. <laughs> okay. But yeah. like, I'll be honest. If I was Anthony Head, I'd be pulling out at that point. <laughs> like, yeah. I'd be gone. Uh, a little bit later, um, there's some incredible face acting from Anthony Head. Oh, he, so good. He he must have been having the time of his life. Just getting to make all these weird, angry faces and just, <sighs> and just walk down a hallway silently screaming because <laughs> they put in the effect later. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, oh, that must have been so fun. His. Poor dentist, right? That jaw ache would have been fucking insane, right? Because <laughs> yes. he's and he's got right. Well, this this maybe this sounds weird, but I think this all ties into like the like the campiness and the silliness of the villains yeah, of of yeah. this era, right? But you know, Anthony heads there. He's like clenching his jaw. He's got he's got a clean set of teeth, right? He looks yes. he looks great when he's snarling, and he's got like these big eyebrows, very cross eyes. Like yeah, just. What a brilliant, I'd love to see this character come back I'd, like, I know the Krillotanes are a bit nothing yeah. but I'd love to see this I'd love to see Anthony Head do something else or come back as this character he's that good you can't because he got blown up by canine. <laughs> he did get blown up by canine. that's true yeah. <laughs> so. uh, but, but before that so they, they initiate the final phase of their plan basically the Doctor's like I'm going to stop you and he's like whatever man oh yeah all well, the kids are typing again yeah the kids are typing and then um, lock down the school or whatever. Yeah, they're all playing the Matrix uh, PS1 yeah. game or something. <laughs> and, then, and then one of my favourite scenes of the episode, um, to, to stop the kids playing the Matrix or whatever, Mickey runs into the computer room and like i oh, can't figure out what to do everyone's plugged into their computers they're all they're all hacking the mainframe or whatever they're, <laughs> f- they're using the building blocks of the universe or whatever the doctor says and then he just walks over to the one plug socket that literally everything is plugged into and just pulls it out like how has that school not blown up already yeah if, if everything was just plugged in to that one socket it's like you know you know when you see the meme of like unlimited power and it's like an extension lead plugged into an extension lead and it's like no that's yeah. that's death you're gonna die yeah. you will blow up um no I, I yeah I, I really found that uh, quite amusing but we, so Anthony head locks the school up yeah it's deadlocked with this yeah. Yeah, deadlocks the school he security overrides it um yeah. and I love that this school has such an advanced locking system that not only does it actively lock the fire doors which is illegal by the way um again so. <laughs> I don't think the bats, the krillotanes, are concerned with the legalities of locking the school. I'm just saying I don't. This, this is that's a big installation job. I think it was there before the krillotanes were there. Uh, none of these locks were here before the krillotane were there. <laughs> this is all obviously installed by them. But the door, I like, I I just enjoy the fact that they are that the, the prompt on the on the keyboard actually actively makes the doors swing back shut yeah it's good um so that that's fun and it's also obviously like prop hands just behind yeah. the doors with a bit of string yeah um very fun budget mention there you go <laughs> um <laughs> i like that we're now just at the point where we just say it we just go budget budget um f- right bit of a detour here but i'm gonna make it because all right this is episode- what you want an hour into the episode <laughs> yeah yeah well, it's, it's, it's a quick one um when I was younger for Christmas uh, I got yes. a remote control canine oh. the, this obviously this wasn't a life size canine um but it was about the size of a me uh, like a small to medium sized dog right so it's pretty sizable for a remote control vehicle going around the house what kind of dog like like a um, a Yorkshire Terrier or something bit bigger Bit bigger than a Yorkshire Terrier. Yeah, not by much, but a bit bigger. It basically the, the where I'll go with this story. It it was big enough to loom over a regular house cat. Oh, okay. And 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 it did. Um, oh, I no. I, <laughs> <laughs> I had a cat when I was young called Charlie, who's very passive, yeah. but he fucking hated this canine, and oh, I loved wow. it. So I was always driving this canine about the house, um, okay. and every now and again Charlie would just. Dive out of a cupboard because he'd been waiting for K nine to just drive past. <laughs> um, and and the basically, I yeah, no, I just, I just have fond memories of essentially, you know, like that show Robot Wars. Yes, it was basically like that, but one of them was a real breathing living thing, and one of them was a remote control K nine. Good time, <laughs> good fun. Anyway, K nine blows K-9 up. K nine blows up the school. Um, or did Kenny blow up the school? school? No, we'll talk about that in a bit. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know who it is. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> um, all right, uh, yeah. So they... yeah, like, k blows up the school, the day is saved, blah, 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 everyone's in the TARDIS saying goodbye. Yes. I want to ask you if yeah. this is one of your favourites. Um, an exterior shot of the TARDIS with an open door where there's clearly just a painting of the interior of the TARDIS taped to the doorframe yeah good very fun oh it was okay you set that up like I had options oh no 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 I'm just I know that you like that kind of silliness don't you no I do like that I do like that it's fun um it's it's done so much better in later seasons when they have a better TARDIS set to work with little dig there um well Sarah Jane (laughs) likes it that's all I'm saying (laughs) that was no that was a fun little play on the uh on the classic line the uh Oh, you've redecorated. I don't like it. Yeah, well, fun little play on that. Fun play or not, she said she liked it. Well, she's the only one. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Not me. Ugly. (laughs) Um, they're all on. Before they say goodbye to Sarah Jane, they're all on the TARDIS. Um, Mickey is coming with, and Rose is fucking not happy at least try rose like at least pre- like have you ever got a present that you don't like and you just have yeah. to be like oh this is incredible oh, thank you so thank much. much yeah like the avocado kid yeah and it's just like fucking hell Rose. yeah <laughs> she's just immediately like immediately face like a slapped ass like, yeah as soon as he says it and then she's she's just like no yeah yeah that's fine that's yeah, fine. yeah yeah oh no, yeah no she's, really, she's yeah, like yeah great why not yeah, oh. yeah. Mm. not a fan anyway. but I like that the doctor's like I'm paying this no mind you're being childish right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> <The> doctor's like <laughs> the doctor's like I want to make your boyfriend watch while we fall in love <laughs> yeah I'm gonna get him so depressed that he goes to a parallel world to be with his nan or something <laughs> great great um uh yeah anyway then then they say goodbye and there's another canine or whatever there is another canine my i just think it's time to put that one in a cupboard with a universe (laughs) yeah yeah there's off he goes to go and sit in a cupboard for four seasons (laughs) of. let's go back to bannerman roads and just immediately throw that fucking robot dog in a cupboard (laughs) With the universe or whatever's going, on. go and put him in a fucking cupboard. <laughs> it's the equivalent of keeping your dog crated its whole life, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's not great. You get one, you get one walk around the kitchen for twenty minutes, then you're back in your crate. Yeah, um, I, I did. I did like a, just quickly on K nine. I, I did like the uh, the little moment before he blows himself up, where the Doctor calls him. Mm-hmm. Uh, where he says "you good dog," and then his little ears and his little tail wags, oh. and he says "affirmative." I was like, "Oh, that's very cute." And then he and then Enjoyed he's that. then he throws it out the window when when Anthony Head comes in, he goes "bad dog," and he's like, "You bet it can." Yeah, of, right? <laughs> fucking bad. Bitch. <laughs> and, and while I'm at it, suck on this. <laughs> it just blows up the school. I, Trill it saying oil for everyone. Exactly, and I fucking I don't know if it's the line delivery or like just the line itself when. Yeah. The Doctor tries again to spout his mm. bullshit off. It's not goodbye. And she interrupts him and she's like half crying. She's like, no, you say it. Say goodbye yeah. to me. Um, Just love it. All throughout this episode, we haven't touched on it too much, uh, but all throughout this episode, it really calls the Doctor on his on his abandonment shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which you gu- should, really. So. Yeah. Best way to bring a, a beloved character mm. back. Like, the Doctor gave Sarah Jane some wounds that she hasn't... Time hasn't healed yeah yeah that is definitely fair um but yeah good shit anyway is it time for our segment um yes it is weirdo of the week. weirdo Weirdo of the week is everybody's favourite segment on this silly little show where we take a look at some of our weird and wonderful, oh shit favorite. He's pouring himself some fizzy pop But <laughs> he's gone everywhere Fuck! You're my weirdo of the week for choosing not only to not just wait to pour your drink but also doing it directly into your microphone it <laughs> has gone everywhere for folks Anyway, everyone knows what Weirdo of the Week is. We, we love it, yeah. Lawrence, who's your Weirdo of the Week? My Weirdo of the Week is Sarah Jane. Um, <gasps> Why? Because of the final shot of the episode. Because I have <laughs> to walking believe... Walking away with K-9 to put yeah. him in the cupboard. Yeah, to put him in the cupboard. But take this episode, right, out of your mind. Okay. Now picture a woman walking in the park <laughs> <laughs> yeah. with her robot dog. <laughs> <laughs> on wheels, yeah, like... so just uh, he's going to be jittering all around the park, not driving straight. Yeah, <laughs> I just love the idea of regular dog owners being like, What the, the fuck, fuck is going on there? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is that? Side Why is that dog there and the... not in a cupboard? Side note on K9 I like that, um, I like that, um, K9 is supposed to be from the 51st century. But obviously, he just looks like he's from the fucking seventies. <laughs> they like they like reference that, like that. Why does he look so disco? <laughs> like <laughs> I mean, he, like does. he does. He has got little silly like knobbles on him and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And the like, obligatory. we like, got better kn- technology than that now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know the, it's the seventies um, tech thing, isn't it? Like Darth Vader's chess piece, a couple of red dots, and then you're off he- yeah. off to the races. Yeah. Exactly. Very good stuff, Great Nathan. Stuff who is your though. widow of the week? Um my weirdo of the week is uh the girl at the end, uh when everyone is celebrating the school being uh destroyed and exploded or whatever. Yeah. Mine is uh the girl who sees who along with everyone else is cheering that the school has been destroyed, and then Kenny also joins in on the cheering, and she sees that Along with everyone else, mm-hmm. she sees that Kelly and everyone else is cheering and then goes, did you do this? <laughs> <laughs> for no reason other than the fact that he was cheering along <laughs> with everyone else and then Kenny just went, yeah, you know, like a liar. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could say I pressed the fire alarm. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I like thought Kenny. she was being a twat. To him, I couldn't <laughs> tell. It Maybe it was just her line delivery. Oh, right. did you think she was like one of those dickheads who were like, oh, "I'm with my friend," and then and it's just like the weird, quiet kid or whatever. I, yeah, I just, I just making thought them feel very uncomfortable. Yeah, and I just, I genuinely thought she was a bit of a bully, like because looking back on it, it was probably just the smart people chips making her like super excited about school and that. Yeah. But like when when they were when she came over, and she was like, she the way she delivered the line, she was like, "Kenny, break time's been cancelled. There's more school. Isn't that amazing?" Oh, and, yeah. and and Kenny was like oh, yeah. and I was like are you calling him a nerd what are you cutting him out what are you doing <laughs> no she was eating the smart chips yeah but the smart chips didn't make anyone else love school Rose didn't suddenly be like fucking love school now probably because it's badly written yeah that makes sense to be fair <laughs> badly a weirdly written script with some of the best lines <clears throat> and some of the worst and absolutely some of the worst yeah yes Um, Nathan people can review this podcast if they like um, I'm not sure why they'd want to. Um, <laughs> this has been good. This has been all right. It, look, overall, it's a fun um, episode. Not one of my favourites. Probably not one I'll be in a rush to revisit anytime time soon. Um, but, yeah. Anyway, it's Lawrence's favourite. Outright banger. Anthony Head alone steals the show. Not for me. Not for me. Sorry that we kind of tried to speed through that at the end there. But, hey. That's what happens when you do a 45-minute podcast and then 40 minutes in you realise you've talked about three scenes. I think, we, I think we summed up everything we needed to sum up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but more more time distribution is the issue there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, true. true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are trying to get better. Um anyway, um, yes, people can review this show, Lawrence. Tell us how. I just flipped it back on you. You bitch. did, that was very clever, and I will tell people how, Nathan. They can go to their uh podcast uh platform of choice and it'll yes. normally have like a little rate or review thing. You can give us five stars, maybe you can give us ten stars, maybe you can give us any amount. But we would very much appreciate the high amount. I discovered this week that we are uh, actually, no, I didn't because not this podcast, so come on, never mind. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> uh and while you're at mm-hmm. it, whilst you're whilst you're spreading joy and spreading our podcast around to other hoovians who may be interested, uh you can go you can mosey on over to twitter.com and type in at Still Got legs pod. Uh, where you'll be notified when new episodes go up. And when would that be, Nathan? When would they receive those? That is every Monday at 10am. Oh, I was on a podcast, which may be out by now, I think, talking about Doctor Who. Uh, Yeah, it could be. I don't know. Supposed Uh, to be this week, wasn't it? supposed to be today. He messaged me yesterday saying, um, put it up today. Um, I don't think it's gone up yet, though. So, yeah, maybe it's not by now, maybe it's not um but uh, friend of the show, Harley, uh with the fundamentals podcast, I was a guest uh on his show uh, where I talked all about Doctor who um so if you want to check that out, go give it a listen. I don't like you talking about Doctor Who with someone else, it's cheating. <laughs> I Quite don't like you talking about editing with someone else. Oh, you you but... want to talk to me about my job for two hours, do you? No, God, no. I can't imagine anything worse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, also, we have another podcast. Lawrence, tell them all about it. Uh, it's called Another Happy Pod. Uh, basically, what we do is we talk about things that aren't Doctor Who. Um, yes. Apart from that one time, we did talk <laughs> about Doctor Who, uh, and yeah. it formed the bones for this podcast that we got around to two years later. Um, and all the other times where we mentioned Doctor Who, <laughs> which is quite a lot, really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we've done uh, Recently, we've done Mandalorian Season 3. There'll be an episode out now on uh, Romeo Plus Romeo Juliet. Romeo Plus Juliet. So th- if that doesn't tell you um, about the scope of the amount of different shit that we talk about on there, then I don't yes. know what will. We've gone from Mandalorian Season 3 to Shakespeare. Uh, and a big month for that one coming up. Um, mm. It is May. It is The Matrix. tricks. Um, so every Friday in May we'll be doing a episode on each of the four Matrix movies, so stop on by for some good old-fashioned 90s uh, fun. If you haven't had your fill of the scasis paradigm in this episode, <laughs> then there's going to be loads of other green shit going on <laughs> on our other podcast that you can talk about. Um Yeah, good stuff. Uh, Thank you very much for listening. Uh, I wonder if Nathan will play the theme song. One can only hope. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Maybe so. Bye, everyone.